What's up, everybody? It is Friday, June 4th, and you are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Pat's on his way over to SmackDown right now. We still got a great show from today. Uh, Darius Butler joins us live from the FanDuel Beach House down in Tampa. A.J. Hawk, obviously, and new strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Anthony Schlegel, joins the program as well for a great conversation. We appreciate you guys all for listening. Without further ado, let's get into it. Big-ass show today because, you know, it's the next show. It's the biggest show of the year because it's the next show. That's right. Okay, one game at a time, one show at a time mindset right here, live in Tampa Bay. Go Bolts. Go Bolts. Uh, Go Bolts, by the way. Uh, Do have a house in Tampa Bay. So, you know, me and Brett Michaels, big, big Lightning fan. Mm -hmm. I've heard Stomkos has a a place right down the road here. Oh, yeah. Uh, They lost Bruins one, though, in overtime in beautiful fashion. Last night, there was a lot of sports, okay? A lot of sports happenings. Mostly uh, LeBron James losing. In a round that wasn't the finals for the first time since 2010 when making the playoffs. Wow. LeBron James loses in the first round, six games into this thing. Doesn't even force a game seven at home. No Anthony Davis because the groin is a tough thing to come back from whenever you talk about athletics. And the issue now for the NBA is what are they going to (laughs) do? LeBron James, after the game, didn't even have a sense of uh, of anger. There didn't seem to be much angst. Almost like he kind of understood the situation as soon as he saw Anthony Davis was hurt. And then, by the way, afterwards, says, I'm playing for a Toon Squad, dude. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm playing fucking aliens, bro. I think, you know, in that movie, Space Jam, LeBron... Uh, is debuting his full-time movie acting chops. We've seen him in Sprite commercials. We've seen mm-hmm. him in Nike commercials. Yep. We've seen him in the barbershop being a host of a show. This is the first time I think we're seeing him in a full movie, especially when it's being remade uh, after Michael Jordan did. Him going you know, and doing this acting thing is impressive to me. He has the ability to act. He has the ability to buy into a character, know a scene, know a role. I think personally, he should have at least acted upset last night. I think yep. I think personally, there should have been just a little bit of a thespian in LeBron James. <laughs> and I think he should have acted a little bit upset afterwards. But it was almost like the writing was on the wall this season or series. Devin Booker's a stud. Uh, obviously, Chris Paul is good. But none of it matters because the Brooklyn Nets are going to win. And people are going to be mad at me saying that because going into the season, I said, well, there's only going to be a couple teams that are going to win. It's going to be the Lakers. It's going to be the Clippers. Or... Uh, did, at that time, we didn't even know the Nets. Now that all the teams and everybody like myself from the outside has predicted, oh, they're going to win, they're going to win, they're all out now. Do we care more about good team basketball in the NBA? No. Is that something we need to care about more? Is the NBA not just a superstar-driven league for success? It's actually good team basketball. Mm. We'll find out with the Brooklyn Nets. Don't just beat the fuck out of everybody. We'll follow along with that. Can't wait to see Space Jam. Wish LeBron acted a little bit upset. Anthony Davis, wish he was healthy. It doesn't seem like any of them are trying to be like, though. Uh-huh. No. You know, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Uh, but now the NBA season's over for us. Uh, and, <laughs> good season. And nothing, it was a good season. Hey. Good season, boys. <laughs> way, way to get out there and ball. Yeah. Uh, it is very great. 
to have somebody in studio yet again in the house. Every time we're down here in Florida, uh, Florida resident joins uh, at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt, myself, Zito, Foxy, all the boys back in Indianapolis who are plugged in via um, FaceTime, I think. I was going to say satellite, but I don't think. I'm sure there's a satellite involved. Might be satellite. I'm sure there's a satellite involved. It's just fucking FaceTime. Ladies and gentlemen, nine year NFL vet, host of Man to Man Pod, everything DB, Darius J. Butler. How you doing, Darius? It's great to have you with us, man. Let me tell you why. There is nothing really to talk about. But we haven't heard your (laughs) thoughts on everything that there was to talk about this week. So now we get a chance to kind of rehash everything that has gone about this week and maybe some new updates. For instance, the Aaron Rodgers story was dead. You know, the only thing being talked about in the Aaron Rodgers stories was uh, Miles Teller potentially getting into an altercation. Yeah, potentially. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't know details. We don't know details. Yeah. Hey, we made that mistake before, didn't we? <laughs> One week ago today. <laughs> we made it. And we ended up in uh, in E. You know, I think they called uh, yep. some dumbass guy. They called me in there. Uh, <laughs> Daily Mail. They called yep. me a professional wrestler. In the Norwegian tabloids. Whoa. I was getting sent pictures uh, in Norway. I was being referred to as an agitator or something. I forget what the word was. It was in their language. And maybe it meant something different. But I got buried for that. We don't know. Okay, TMZ. Had the Maui police call them, I assume, or they called the Maui police or the hospital, and they had their story, okay? That was evidently wrong. I was never told. I was then told by Miles, who told me in a shot, whatever. Nothing's really come out of that story. Rob Domofsky, okay? Green Bay Packer insider uh, for ESPN. I think him and Aaron actually have a pretty good relationship. Okay. I believe so, yep. He comes out in an interview in Chicago, okay? He was doing an interview in Chicago, (laughs) Illinois, and he says... He doesn't see at this point how Aaron comes back to the Packers. Seems like he's too like uh, 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 maybe dug in, dug in in his ways or something like that. That's big news. Yeah. Okay, so now an ESPN reporter who has a pretty good relationship with Aaron does he know more than us? I'd assume at this point. I think we maybe burned that relationship with Miles Teller's little story situation. Uh, yeah. Shit. By the way, don't oh, fucking damn. care. Uh, I'm sorry, Miles. I, I I wish you didn't get jumped. That's bullshit. I don't like it, but. You could have handled it differently, but not neither here nor there. He's gone. It sounds like Uh-oh. Darius. Uh, are you learning about this for the first time? Because you maybe didn't know that old Robert Domofsky existed, or did you know Robert Domofsky existed? And what are your thoughts on this? Do you agree with his thought? And really, this is something we're just learning about today, so it's actually kind of something new to talk about. Yeah, I mean, not familiar with old Rob, but uh, Rob does good work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Yes, you familiar? <laughs> I mean, I've seen Robert Domofsky's work, and <laughs> people say that's on bitch. He's going to he work. He's going to work. Okay, does. he might be accumulating some shit then. So, oh! uh, he, 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 he came to his conclusion that uh, A Rod won't be there, man. And uh, last time I was here, I think I, it was like a 30% chance I gave it that he retires. Um, but I, I see him playing ball. But mm-hmm. um, I still see him coming back to the Packers now. Yeah. I see I, him coming back. The interesting thing about him coming back to the Packers is how do you get past that awkward stage? You know, there's going to be an awkward stage. Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll are going to have to have the same type of thing happen with the offensive line. I feel like if you have success. The Bulls did it. What's that? The Bulls did it. I mean, everybody hated their, their GM. Oh, crumbs. You know hey, what I mean? You're talking about Jerry Cross. Yeah, we, I mean. Hey, I, Jerry Cross, Hall of Famer, by the way. Hall of Famer. You're not getting six ships without him. Yeah, that's what everybody's yeah, saying. Well. That's what Jerry Cross is saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people forget. Jerry Cross got painted in an interesting light in that whole thing. There were some people. fucked it up. That's Zito. See, Zito didn't. Zito didn't. Zito he brought you six rings. Yeah, he, and then he took away two more. Uh, uh, could have had eight. Yeah, 
And also, I mean, the way Scottie Pippen was portrayed in that thing wasn't great either. He was trending today. People were calling LeBron Scottie Pippen in this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's uh, an insult to Pippen. Yes, the, wow. Zito. 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 I'll turn my mic off. I'll turn my mic off. How happy are the Jordan fans? Huh? You guys are loving every moment of this. So happy. They're trying to throw away like a, a wizard stat where Jordan had made oh the playoffs or something two times. It was like the guy donated his check for 9-11 victims that, like those couple years. Oh, okay. Like, come you gotta put that in all there. Way. Like, what else could the guy do, you know? Hey, the LeBron haters. Okay, oh. and I don't want to get back to LeBron here. Um, because that Aaron stuff is a big deal, but it's not. It's, I mean, there <laughs> Until is, something actually It'll be happens. another report. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three days from now. AJ might come on here in 50 minutes and say, got a text, actually. Things are looking good. It's that might back. happen. Yeah, good. We have no idea if that's going to happen. The LeBron haters, though, last night. I mean, the six minute when he had to go poop, they were starting to blossom. You know, yeah, they, were tough. Tough. they were starting to come out. Then last night, just... They were down 24 early. They ended up losing by 13. There was a little bit of a run little, there. A little fight. Little LeBron fight, yeah. put on the gas a little bit in the third quarter. It seemed like he was starting to do his thing or whatever. But they never – the Suns didn't blink, right? They yeah. just continued. They ended up winning by 13. The LeBron haters got excited about it. And Zito is one of the biggest ones because he's from Chicago, so he feels obligated to cheer for Jordan <laughs> yeah. instead or whatever. Even though I don't even – how old were you when Jordan Yeah, was, exactly. How old? Uh, Matters, which one? Oh, <laughs> Such a good response there. People in the post-game press conference, I was like, yeah, all right. I can see why people potentially hate LeBron, but goddamn, first time since 2010 where he, the getting bounced out of the playoffs is in like, something other than the finals. That's absurd. That's that's absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't think he'll be appreciated until he's done. And MJ, I mean, MJ had haters too. It just, you know, it's just different with social media. And mo I mean, most guys, honestly, most people you see talk about, you know, MJ and Braun, did they probably never seen. Jordan miss a jumper. They probably never seen him have a bad game. Like it's all you compare one guy's career and it's broken down every day. Guys have made a whole life off of talking about LeBron. So um, it, it's it's crazy. But um, I'm a, I'm a Bron guy, I'm an MJ guy as well. But uh, yeah, you're literally wearing like a Chicago Bulls outfit, right? Yeah, now. you're not a LeBron guy. I'm you LeBron can guy. say it. I'm a LeBron guy. I didn't, I didn't like him walking off the court like that. And not, he, not had he, he had a poop. He had a poop. He had a poop. No, 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 shaking the hand. Yeah, 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 that's like know, the, uh, I had to poop. Yeah. yeah I, felt, I, felt, I felt some kind of Last night, he didn't have to poop. And I didn't like, I, I obviously was not up for that. Okay. Yeah, it was, was like 1 o'clock in the morning. No, there's no chance I was going to be up for that. And I think everybody knew that that was going into that game. And the NBA knew that if this thing doesn't get tight quick and it's not a boat race, there's probably a lot of people that aren't going to see the end of this. The, the whole non-shaking hands thing. I don't know the NBA well enough. I, I, I guess I should. Hockey, for instance, yeah. after a series like the... That's what it is, yeah. Same it's thing. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like in hockey, it's a massive... These dudes potentially just fought each other, and then it's like... For a sword side. For the good of the game. Let's yeah. just, and then in the last dance, right, it was the Isaiah. Yeah, and, that was and, a big thing. That was a big thing. Is it a big thing in the NBA to do the handshake thing? And why didn't that happen? Why, why did LeBron just bounce? Yeah, in the NBA, like, they don't shake hands after any other game until the until series is over. Like, after, you know, game one, game two, game four, whatever, they walk off. But um, after it's over, it's like, you know, whoever won, you know, dap them up. And think, you know, knowing him and Chris Paul's relationship, um, yeah, they're you know, on banana boats. Yeah, oh, yeah. Devin Booker just, you know, dropped 47 almost. Like, hey, you know, just that, just something. Well, he know. gave him his, uh, his Afterwards, jersey. Afterwards, yeah, yeah, that was There dope. was an entire behind-the-scenes thing. but That was dope. I do wonder, like, hey, LeBron, you are the game. You know what I mean? So that is kind of like a uh, – maybe he doesn't want it to happen anymore. 
Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe say, listen, I'm this is something that we don't want to happen anymore. Maybe LeBron <laughs> wants to stop tradition. That's what people will say that hate LeBron. By yeah, it could be a COVID scare thing, too. He's not vaccinated yet. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. We don't know. We don't. He's not. He don't, I don't think so. I, as far as I know, he is not. <laughs> hey, down here in Florida, you don't even got to do no, that. No, no, no. Hell no. Why <laughs> In Indiana, you know, the only uh, the only stadium that has not been granted uh, to say that they could have full capacity by the time. Lucas Oil? Lucas Oil, the oh, only one. Local governing authority says, oh, nah. On. The mayor in Indy says, hey, listen. On my time, pal. All right? I need to see some more numbers. Okay? Maybe he's right in that whole thing. But in Indiana, you got to walk into a place, and you get a little look, and you just got to, like, literally, it's like a quick. Still I'm, a lot of masks up, up there? Yeah. Like, uh, it's. In I mean, Indianapolis. It is yeah. slowly yeah. slowing. In Indianapolis, it is, though, where, you know, it's like, it's slowly, like, kind of rolling out, it feels okay. like. But down here, you don't even got to do the. No. No. Hey, I got one. Everybody should say you're good. You look go. weird with a mask on down here now. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Even at home. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, I'm excited. But the mandate's getting lifted in Indy. Maybe that's right, what here we go. Here we here waiting we go. for, you know? Well, people could say if, uh, you know how you can deem something post-June 1. Oh. The football season's in the fall. That would be post-June 6th. Okay. Whenever the mandate is uh, being lifted. So that little foresight. But, hey, he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah, he's got more numbers than everybody else. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, he's, he's got a different virus than everybody else in Indianapolis. Yeah. He knows. Okay. He's probably getting another open round of data coming soon. And uh, then once that comes through. Well, Jim just promised to open the roof. Well, hold on. Let's not do that. Okay. It's a lot better when that thing's closed and the window is shut. Let's go ahead and have that thing <laughs> at 70 degrees. No wind. That place is beautiful. Ain't that right, <laughs> D-Butt? Love it, man. NBA, I'm just thinking about it. NBA's losing a lot of money now because you got the Lakers out now. Oh, a lot of money. Yeah. You got Every the day. Knicks out. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? You got my Heat. You yeah. got South Beach out. Who we got? We got Utah left. Clippers are going to be out, right? Denver. Yeah, they're down 3-2. So if they lose tonight, Clippers they're Clippers going to be yeah, it's, man, it's going to be a lot of small, small market teams. All right, let's, talk, let's continue the NBA conversation. And I know the fact that we got Darius here who – is a big time NBA fan. Mm -hmm. Could play in the NBA, by the way. Bar. I've seen mm -hmm. him. I've seen a guy play. Mm -hmm. Wild highlights. Incredible highlights. Yeah. Once again, though, to his point, we don't see any other place. No, oh, right. Don't like, see the misses. Oh, it's true. It's hey, true. Hey, see, I don't believe that there's any. It's true. I don't. I don't believe that there's any potential. You know, lack of effort out there. Oh. I, I don't. I don't think that. That's no. not something Darius would ever Air do. Balls. No. I don't think there's any of those. Nope. Okay. I don't. I, maybe. Maybe a maybe a miss pass. Not maybe back a on defense. Couple you get turnovers. Stripped, you get stripped, you get stripped out Definitely there? take a couple possessions off on of defense these days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Lack zone. of effort in there. Yeah. For sure. And the, by the way, we don't need to see that. You know what I mean? I don't no. want to see that. Only the bangers survive. But big time basketball fan. So nobody's really thinking like, hey, I want to hear what Pat McAfee has to say about the NBA. But I'll tell you what. Everything I've been saying about the NBA seems like it's going to be coming true. Trey Young is going to try to get to the Knicks. Yep. Zion Williamson's <laughs> going to try to get to the Knicks. Okay. Dame Lillard, uh, uh, Dame Dalla, best rapper in athletes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. Dame's uh, out of there. He's gone, dude. He, just a year ago, he was. Uh, it was like, hey, he ain't ever going anywhere. This is this guy. Loyal. And and everybody was like, cool. That's awesome. This guy's loyal. That's very cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. But me, as somebody who like doesn't watch the NBA on a day to day and maybe doesn't follow the uh, Trailblazers as much, I would maybe if they like got to the big like you know they big stage. They, yeah, they did the whole thing, and they're like, no, he's not going to do it. He wants to build that team, put it on his back or whatever. It's like, okay, but the way the NBA is going, he he needs to get out of there, doesn't he? I love his loyalty. It's great. I hope he 
If he does it, awesome. They're going to try to get him out of there. And it seems like, hey, he's quoting Nip, Nipsey Hussle here. He's yeah. like, how long should I stay dedicated? Maybe he's thinking about. Question mark. Oh. And then obviously how long till opportunity meet preparation, which is the luck, uh, the old luck quote is, you know, luck is when uh, preparation meets opportunity or whatever. So I don't know what he's implying here. Is Damian Lillard going to retire instead of play somewhere else? Oh. Darius, is that what he's, how long should I stay dedicated? Or is that dedicated to Portland? What do you think? I'm thinking Portland, man. Because, I mean. Oh, it's you, heartbreak. Uh, you, saw, you saw that. Oh, Sorry, Portland. That, man, that double nickel game he had, it, it was, I mean, it was ridiculous. And, like, his team gave him, they were, like, one for 17, one for 19 or something down the street in overtime. So, it's tough. Uh, and he's been loyal. And he's spoken about it plenty of times. Uh, but in today's NBA, you just talked about it earlier with the Nets. Like, you know, he can be loyal for another, you know, eight years, but he won't sniff a chip because guys are linking up. And nobody's going to Portland to, to play with him. Whoa, so. Portland's Whoa. beautiful. Right. Portland's beautiful. They, they yeah, got good, you, yeah, you should see the woods they have. Yeah. Hey, the wood that they have up there, nah. beautiful views. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, that fan base up there, too. Hey, listen, Pacific South Northwest. Oh, yeah. They're rowdy. Hey, hey, no hey, hey, no, they rowdy. You can get out there. The house you could buy in Portland, I assume. Oh, on one of those NBA Max contracts? Well, you could have probably a part of an entire community up there in Portland. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? With the beautiful lumber in the back. Mountains. Is there mountains in Portland? Probably. I'd assume. There's woods. <laughs> I'd assume pretty good rain, too. It's going to be green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Very lush. But with that being said, the owners would have to decide to do that, to pay everybody to come in there. I don't know if that's going to happen. That hasn't seemed to happen yet, but maybe right. maybe it is Portland and not the decision being made. Well, if we're talking about fans being too wild, doesn't Portland have, you know, all the psychedelics and everything legalized oh, now? Yeah. So if, you know, you're an NBA meth. player, meth, yeah. crack, LSD, acid, I, dope. Heroin. Th- so you just walk in the store and just order? No, no, I don't think you can do that. Oh, I think yet. Just whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I don't know if that, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know the regulations. But I'm just saying we're not lawyers. No, no, okay, we're not paralegals. We have not Tom Pelissero through the memo of what that law actually consists of. But I think if you're caught with someone on you, it's not like uh, oh, you're going no. to jail. Thing. Right. I, 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 I'm not 100 percent sure if you can just walk into CVS diner and say, "Hey, two things of meth." <laughs> nah, because you just get carded for what? Cough syrup. Oh yeah, because yeah. people are, yeah. when you're out in the country somewhere where meth fit. is, and I don't know if big city people know this or whatever. If there is a massive meth problem in there, they will start like IDing you for things that are potential recipe oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. ingredients for the meth. It's almost like a shot, by the way, by the cashier that is working at Walmart telling you. You gonna make meth with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, fucking chill out, dude. All right, I respect everything you're a part. Okay, I appreciate what you're doing, but you're you're accusing me of making meth right now. Yeah. I think I'd like to just fucking get my throat back. Mm-hmm. All right, I like yeah. to go to sleep. How do we do this whole thing? That's beautiful. That's wow. awesome. Look at that mountain up wow. there. Wow. That's but gorgeous. For those that are wondering, that you are listening on, on Sears, yeah. Let's see what Miami looks like, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> you see that backdrop? <laughs> Oh man, no income tax. <laughs> I would assume Portland, you know, how are they? they probably got the same. I would assume they have very high taxes. I would just guess. Yeah, if they're I'm letting not, people run around, you know, <laughs> cooking meth and snorting blow, yeah, I, I they just, probably should have a pretty high income tax. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know how the. I don't think I we're mean, just talking about income people, tax. So they're not, you know, but buying like, that I, stuff. I think, I think they're. I think the overall tax ideals over there are much higher. I think than in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, and I do believe that the reason why I'm feeling that ipso facto type thing is because of everything we just said about the what. Uh, that's, the, pretty, that's pretty. Nice oh, okay. uh, uh, that's pretty good. Is yeah. that water? Yep. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, no yachts over here. But. Hey, that stadium does look good. You remember when that used to be Wade, Connie, Dwayne, Wade, and Shaq, and everybody yeah. was running Special wild time, down man. there. Oh, man, it was a good time. What was that, like 2008, 2009? Uh, you know, Wade came in, what, 03? He had a, we had a nice run. Won our first chip in 06. Um, then, you know, the Heatles got formed, and then we had another run. The Celtics won the championship in between there, too. Celtics didn't win it. They got a big uh-huh. three. You guys don't even have a fucking coach. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a coach, <laughs> but he's now, don't even have a coach. Yeah, he's now, in the front now, office now. Now he's the front office. Now we got two coaches. Bro, that guy got burned out so bad of coaching in Boston. He fucking quit. He's 25 years old. That coach. He said, I'm burnt out of coaching. He's supposed to be the next great coach. He's supposed yeah. to be the next. Uh, who's that dude downtown Indianapolis? He's taking a knee with all the legs around him. John, John Wooden. Wooden. This guy's supposed to be the next John Wooden. <laughs> all right. John. Indiana, I think Indiana offered him like 70 million or something like oh, that yeah. to come coach in the university. Years. He's supposed yeah. to be the guy. He's supposed to be the guy. He got burned out so much from being in Boston. He said, I can't fucking do it anymore. I get, get me out of this coaching. Get me get the whistle out of my hand, okay? Yeah. Get me in a goddamn corporate meeting room now. I can't do this anymore. You guys suck the life out of the future greatest coach of all time, yeah. Brad Stevens. Uh, uh, we did not. The bubble did. I mean, he's already top 50 and wins all time, I'm pretty sure. Brad Stevens had a hell of a career. He's going to have a better career as a front office member. Danny Ainge said he was born to do this. I wouldn't be surprised if Dame Lillard's coming over to Boston, play with old Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum and Dame would be a hell of a... But that would be a hell of a one. That too. would... Hell, yeah. You like Tatum? You like Tatum as a player? I like Tatum. Needs, needs, needs another piece around him, though. Yeah. Love Tatum, though. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Good Taco, player. fall. Good player. Taco. Taco. Yeah, give him the rock. <laughs> Big hit. He laughed in your face. Why are you laughing? Yeah, why, why are you, you laughing at Taco? Why are Darius? What's that all about? Nah, I want to know how you feel about how you really feel about Brad Stevens. You know, not being able to get over the hump with fifteen guys. So moving to front office. So now he has to manage the whole fucking building. So how do you feel? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make much sense. But you know, you bring in Jason Kidd. You have Jason Kidd run the boys around and teach him how to win. Just curious. How it makes you guys no sense, though. That's how it feels. Hey, Darius, Darius, you're uh, you're not a big fan of what just happened there in Boston. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, when do you see that work? Elway, I think he kind of you know fired himself and then moved up. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, did Larry Bird do that? With yeah, Larry Bird. Pacers. Larry Bird uh, was the GM, then the president of operations, I think, and then he was the GM again, and then he was gone, then he was back. I think the Pacers were like, hey, Larry, anytime you want to come around, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> come on back. Now, he did it with the Celtics too, right? Uh, not with the Seas, but he was a coach before he moved into uh, oh, yeah. GM and Jordan beat him. He had a... Uh, I mean, Larry, you know Larry Legend. Yeah. He's kind of earned that. Though. The legend. I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give Love Larry. The legend. I, I got a chance to chat with him because he was, I think he was president or GM with the Pacers. I was doing something with uh, local news or whatever, and I got a chance to chat with him. And it was just casual, just casual conversation with him. We were being recorded. He knew we were being recorded, but he didn't want to stand and do the whole thing. So we were just sitting while they were doing practice or whatever, just sitting in like one of the arena seats. He was just like super chill. And uh, I go, uh, you ever shoot anymore? Go, no, I like hell no or whatever. I was like, how could you shoot? He said, burn everybody you fucking see on the- <laughs> 
Hey, one of the greatest <laughs> shit talkers <laughs> ever, man. I laughed ever. so hard. I laughed so, so hard. It was, I'm like, man, you are the greatest. And then as more stories come out about him, it's just like the, yeah. the, the three-point mm-hmm. contest thing is yeah. hilarious. Who, he shows up. Who sh- who's who's like, second yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Wins in warm-ups. The, le- the left-hand shit was, like, he told the team, like, yeah, I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Some shit. <laughs> 25 <laughs> or 30. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm like four or 40. Only left. left-handed. Like, bro, I got to fight you. We got to get ejected. He's the last one to win uh, three straight MVPs, too, I'm pretty three straight. sure. Listening That's to, wild. what was it? It was Magic and Bird, right? They did that on HBO. It was mm-hmm. in Magic talking about. He said, "Hey, we like, there's a white one. Yeah, <laughs> hey, there's a white. He's doing everything I'm doing. He's in Indiana. That's like Indiana that is. State. By the way, that's how that's how a real locker room would still act, would always act, and how the whole thing goes. It's like, hey, 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 the whites got one. <laughs> <laughs> they got one. He's, and I, he still doesn't give a fuck about anything. He had a seat in the uh, the Pacers." Banker's Life, and before that, it was the uh, something field. Field has? Something. Conseco? No. Yeah, yeah, was Conseco. It? it was Conseco, and then Banker's Life, and then uh, he had a, a seat that was in the corner by where they go into the locker room, but it was up a little bit so he could see everything, and then it felt like there was never anybody that sat in front of him or behind him, and then the whole place was just so right. He's just sitting there, and uh, he would just get up randomly and I'm like, I wonder where he goes. They're like, oh, he's going to smoke two cigarettes real quick. Oh, man. <laughs> he's, coming, he's coming back in. I was like, oh, I thought he was going to like watch film, fire somebody, like make a call, maybe trade somebody in the middle of the game. He'd like, get up. I'm like, where's he going? They're like, oh, he's going to. He's going to smoke some butts right back. Yeah. That guy's awesome. Beast. Dude. What a legend, man. And especially when they were playing the Heat during like the Paul oh, George yeah. time. I remember there being like big moments and everyone going nuts and they cut to Larry and he doesn't give a fuck. Sitting there, dude. Yeah. Stone <laughs> cold. Not even the finals. I don't care. Uh, let's get to a break. Before, uh, no, before we get to a break, sorry. We have to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We legitimately have to celebrate. Gumpy is back. Yes, go okay. Gump. The Hammer Down Boys go live 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time. I'm sorry, I got to get that right. There is a difference. Uh, standard is fall and winter. Mm-hmm. Daylight is spring and summer. Yep. Okay. So we are. I think. I mean, I've been told both. I've been corrected on both sides by two different people that I told me they were smart. So I, I, I think I am right in this particular one. 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. YouTube.com forward slash Hammer Don. That's H-A-M-M-E-R-D-A-H-N. Uh, a couple of degenerates in our office do a show daily. They give out picks. They've been winning and winning and winning and winning. And then guess what? A slump slapped them right in their fucking mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no. Okay. Happens to the best of Yeah, us. it does. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Really. That, that, that's why what they were doing with this show, I thought they were lying to my face. Like every day I asked them how they do it. Oh, yeah, well, four, four and one. And oh, three, okay. He went three and one or whatever. I'm like, you got to be lying. Gotta be like, they were doing that for real. Gumpy was in the pits. He was miserable to be around. Okay, yeah. he was not. Yeah. He was not upbeat. He was not uh, the same old lively, hilarious, fun-loving Gumpy because he was taking it on shins on Twitter because he was losing. <laughs> Last night, yeah. fucking Gumpy's back. Gumpy, yeah. how do you feel, Gumpy? That's gotta feel pretty good, pal. They were counting you out. They're saying you were dead. Undertaker gift. How you doing? Keep it moving, huh? Hey, we always bounce back, Pat. We needed it 4-0 night. Roll that Ooh. into the weekend and stay hot. Tales of your demise were greatly exaggerated, my friend. COVID Cowboy Tone Diggs, how you feeling? Are you winning still? Or are you just laughing at Gump? Or are you winning alongside of him? What's going on? Has the slump shifted to the Italian kid from Pittsburgh? No, no, I had a good night, too, last night. Mm. Uh, hey. the, slump, the slump was like, what, a day or two? Yeah, so. yeah. 
Not really a slump over here. I mean, we're still on top of the world on the MLB betting. Um, I wouldn't doubt us. Okay. So, by the way, you are the standard, you know? So, like, when you have a bad day or two compared to what you guys had been doing, you know, that that, that can't become the new normal. Mm-hmm. I think is what everybody's saying. It's like, hey, there's a lot of people giving out losing picks all the fucking time. Right. Okay. I mean, I may or may not be one of those people. <laughs> In certain situations, you know, just because, uh, you know, my emotions get involved a little bit too much. It happens. You guys are calculated. You take emotions out of this thing and you are becoming a bankroll for people. Tone, do you look in the mirror and say, you know what? Not a bad guy. I am. Is that what you're saying these days, Tone? I do that a lot, actually, Pat. I mean, like, I'm glad you brought that up. The standard is the standard. It's what Mike Tomlin says all the time. And, you know, when he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, win a Super Bowl or potentially go to the AFC Championship, everyone yells at him for that. And we have one losing, two losing nights. Everyone does the same for us. But I like to think I'm a pretty good guy. <laughs> Let's get to a break. I like to think you're a pretty good guy, too, pal. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's funny you said the... Um, our, the stories of our demise are greatly exaggerated because I said the same exact thing on the show yesterday. Well, because you guys are back, huh? Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. Till tonight. No, 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 no. You're back. Nah, nah. We're back. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30, and the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero, or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you. (laughs) one of them damn word problems this is one of those yeah. problems where you're like well wait a minute uh which can i ask a follow-up anyways i was good at those tests because i always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher that's right okay <laughs> i don't know what's going on but this is me versus you fuck you that's how, I, that's how i view it. that's why friends at roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production i did not know this they formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients you hear this aj roman's Mm -hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function they formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients getting started is simple just go to getroman.com usa their supplement contains vitamin d3 zinc magnesium and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Rob Domofsky has come out and said he doesn't see how Aaron goes back. He seems to be too dug in. He said that on a Chicago radio show. I think, whoa. Wasn't waddling. Cap and hood. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, Captain Hood, for that good. If you could, you should and would listen to them in Chicago. Yeah. is talking in enemy territory. Okay, mm-hmm. Justin Whoa. Fields actually said that one of his friends got drafted to the wrong team, the Packers, so I guess that's yeah. a, a massive beef in this whole thing. Rob Demosky says he ain't coming back. He's too dug in. We didn't know if you had potentially texted Aaron and got any information since this report has come out. Uh, do you think he's too dug in? A.J. Hawk, the man who was in the Kentucky Derby question, picture with his hand mm-hmm. being displayed right over his wife's shoulder? Well, I think Bob Demosky, first off, he does great work. I think he's he knows he's got his uh, what do you call it? he's got his ear to the uh, ear to the streets or the ear to the train track, whatever you want to call it. However, Connor says it or the ground or the ground ear to the ground. I think there he you knows go. To yeah. the grindstone. but he's dialed in. But I think don't you think he <laughs> probably just put did. the face down in there though? Sorry about that, AJ. Go ahead. He's probably he's probably saying this because like we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything from either side from Aaron. From the front office, really, I mean, we've heard what Lafleur has said, how he wants them back in the worst way and all of this, but there just hasn't been any development. So uh, I think everyone probably feels like the longer we go, how are we going to work this thing out? Well, the only developments we're going to get, though, and Darius said this earlier, he said, when's A.J. Hawk going to fucking tell us something? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I said. That's what Darius said. That's what Darius said, and I think that's what Parp. Bob Domofsky was probably thinking too. Matt Schneidman, you're yeah. talking about Lily uh, Lily Zhao. Zhao. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that are just waiting on the the good word from AJ. Hawk. Maybe Miles Teller come out. Hey, yeah, here we go. Maybe Miles Teller give a little heads up. How, do we know anything about that? We don't know anything about this situation, huh? No, I mean, there's there's been no developments, and I I haven't spoke with Aaron. I, I'm I'm kind of like you in this situation. I just I'm trying to stay away because I don't smart. There's no reason for me to sit there and. He's not a source to me, as Rap Sheet wanted to say. Okay, so this is very smart, I think. Like, um, like you not asking him questions because you don't want to know the answers uh, and don't want to be the one like, hey, I'm not going to be the mouthpiece for you. We're friends. I don't want to do this. I don't want to get involved in this. There's a lot on the line. I, don't, I like and respect that a lot. And what you're also saying there, though, and this is what I say about my friends that I don't want to go ask them, Maybe there is information getting out, though, to other people from, you know what I mean? Just because AJ isn't hearing it or if somebody I'm close to has news happening and I'm not hearing it, that's because AJ, it sounds like you're choosing not to ask or hear anything. Is that, is that fair to say? And maybe Bob, old Bobo, Bobbert Domofsky does have uh, intel from a very high situation or you think this is him reading the situation? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's some of both. Maybe I'm sure it's him just reading the situation and being around the the facility all the time. But yeah, like that's. I I mean, I don't. There's not like there's. You think Aaron has like a clear cut cut plan where he's going to lay out for somebody? Okay, Aaron, how do how do we make this better? He has like a five step process of what they have to do. Okay, so AJ Hawk says Aaron does not have a five step plan on what they could do. Okay, Okay. we will now wait for. Is it six? It might be six. Okay, or seven. Hey. However many enter, by the way, remember to enter. Remember to enter, because however many you want, you know what I mean? However many you want to guess, there's potentially in here. But, um, all right, so we're just going to act like we know nothing. Bob, I have a lot of respect for Rob Domofsky. Love him. I love Rob Domofsky. Thank you, Rob. Uh, I assume Rob's going to see this. There was uh, some more news that came out this morning, AJ. Mm -hmm. And you're not really affected by this, I don't think. They're taking Tordal away from the goddamn NFL. Have you heard this? Do you think this is my fault potentially for being the like yeah. the the cheerleader for Tordal in, in this whole situation? Yeah, and- just exactly how you are 
the anti-cheerleader for the Bengals exposing the fact that they don't have an indoor facility. You are that to give great pub to tour it all and say how amazing it is. And you continue to mention it show after show. So, yeah, I figured it was time they're going to take some action. They're really going to dig in because you have really brought it to light, I guess, for people that didn't know about it. Darius, you said that so I was... current players all are going to want to fight you now. For sure. <laughs> no, no, this is not me. No, 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 I'm not the current player or former player, by you're the way. You're a big part of it, though. You're, you're the guy... No, 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 no. Actually, it's you're not me. Stooge. It's you're the old stooge. You're the old retired stooge that says, oh, back in my day. Oh, no! Oh, no, 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 no. You know whose fault it is, though? There's actually a picture of yeah. three men. Yeah. Okay, there are three men that are being pictured alongside of this thing. And I, I'm not... I don't think they're necessarily <laughs> pumped about that either. I think they're supposed to just be answering questions. Former teammate of mine, Andy Studebaker. Yeah. Oh, Andy Studebaker. Andy. Friend of mine. I wonder if Studi, you know, potentially. Was he the spearhead in this whole thing? Is Andy? But they think. But don't you believe that they, if they are against it, they're saying, hey, you you will thank me later in life. That's yes. probably what they're saying. And Darius and I talked about this in 2000. He, I don't know, 2012 was the year, you think? Yeah, I believe uh, so. 2012, whenever they came out and they said, like, hey, Tordo, we might have to stop this thing. And uh, who knows what does your liver and kidney and I think every but other. Then they said, but then they, didn't they say they'll still offer the you to take the Tordal pill, which I guess doesn't work nearly as much. That'll still affect your kidneys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then they backed off of it completely. I mean, they backed off of it completely at some point. And Darius said he took it. And Darius said something that was very interesting, too. Darius said that I was in the era of when the pain um, killers were being used like pretty lackadaisical I mean I did see a couple situations where I was like wow it feels like you're getting access to something that you shouldn't I guess a couple times but was that widespread instead of Tordal over there was there a lot of uh, I don't maybe not the doctors promoting it but were guys trying to find other shit to try to mask you know pain or anything like that I mean guys would definitely try to but that's the thing I, like I said before in Green Bay they're so conservative with everything they would never you didn't have the doctor walking down the aisle hey you got hey throwing p pill vials to people <laughs> like you see in movies or you hear about on other teams so I definitely knew of it I got in the league in 06 talking to buddies on other teams it was definitely like that at certain places Darius and I were talking I, I after my surgeries you take it you know and that's the only reason why I was able to watch that show with your favorite actor in it you know because oh, yeah, I was yeah. kind of laid up or whatever your but not oh your boy your boy Spacey yeah he got a new role did you congratulate him on his new role your boy your boy anyways your, your guy I never I never I don't pound the desk and say he's my favorite actor you text him listen I don't wear a pinky ring anymore but FaceTime when Frank Underwood did the double tap with his pinky ring with his high school graduation military academy ring that shit was about to fucking pop off on that show. <laughs> Little I know it was happening in real life too. I didn't know that at the time, but anyways, I couldn't poop. Okay, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how people get past that whole thing. But also, I guess Tordal I feel like works much differently than the painkillers. And by the way, not a doctor. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have PhDs. Ha what's that? You have PhDs. I have. Um, different philosophies of things. Yes. Okay, PhDs, uh, philosophy degrees, or whatever the hell that is. But I think the way they operate is differently. The, the painkiller, I think, it shuts off something in your brain so it doesn't feel the pain, I think. I think that is what it does. The Toradol, that thing felt like it hit my whole body. Yeah, you know, man, I mean, shit. it felt like my whole... I, I, so I think there's a difference between the anti... Is, is it Toradol and anti-inflammatory? Yeah, there's so, a difference yeah. between the anti-inflammatory and the, the pill. And I think the anti-inflammatory, right, that seems to be much better for you than maybe the... 
painkiller, but, but guys aren't going to be. They're not worried that guys are going to be all hopped up on Vicodin and Percocet playing games now because they can't get toured. All, I would imagine. Well, and does this younger crew, crew even know? You know, like you said, you came in, you heard stories. When we came in, we heard stories. Like, is the younger generation? I don't know, I, Darius. You might. I don't know. Them. Maybe they care about their. Maybe they're more conscious, care about their body more. But I mean, shit, we were just trying to get. No, get to you the care next about your game. body right now, yeah. don't you? You're playing in the league. I care about how my body feels. How did right you now. have? Stay in the league. Hey, right you, now. AJ. What? Torn pec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Torn right. calf. Yeah. Popped groin. Yeah. Broken every single finger. Yeah. yeah. Needed like four knee surgeries. I didn't break any. I've never broken any finger. No, bullshit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, ligament, it's ligament damage. It's going to hell. Put your hands Woo. up. Torn pec, he said, by the way, he had is... black and blue all down his entire arm. Ugh. So it was like legit. Bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding. Right? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, under the skin. Yeah. That's when I woke up and I was like, oh, this may be something. <laughs> this <laughs> may <laughs> be something. Yeah. You missed one game that entire time. What did you do? You just stared it down? You're the lady giving birth with no uh no no, no pain. No like epidural. how are you how are you? I able- never had it. It's because I never had it, so I never knew what it felt like to have toward all. So that's just you just learn that's just what you do. Like what else what else am I gonna do? I, I enjoy playing. I wanna be out there. Why would I not? Here's the official report out of Ian Rappaport. It was also a, a pro football talk article. Amazing. Ian Rappaport, though, an NFLPA memo went to players um, on the use of Toradol via the Joint Pain Management Committee. In the memo, due to the risk of Toradol causing major bleeding. Really? Uh-oh. Toradol should not be used prior to, during, or after NFL games or practices as a means of reducing anticipated pain. No, it's anti-inflammatory. That's what it looked. I mean, it... As means of reducing anticipated pain, people will be like, "Are you taking this to do uh, take reduce anticipated pain?" Absolutely. No, 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 no. Just make him. No. Hey, just oh, make him sign the waiver. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but anyways, down here is Major the players pain. that are part of the uh, joint pain management committee, and uh, Studebaker's that first one right, right on, top. on top. Right on top. Yeah, give him a call. That's the right thing. Oh my this. god. Oh my god. Got his email too. Hey, Studi does not deserve that. Did Rappaport tweet that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once again, Studi, this is not my report. Okay. Hopefully it's his office line. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's an office line, not a cell. Oh Either way. My, I didn't even see that. I thought oh, it's been up on the net since what, two days? Wait, yeah. this morning? Oh, Speaking man. of which, I think a similar situation actually happened to AJ yesterday. He sent something to Bakhtari and uh he posted the picture, and AJ's address was right on there. Uh, AJ, AJ, we know yeah, where you live now. Really? Just, was it really? Oh, yeah. I retweeted it. He deleted it immediately. Someone was like, hey, I, I know it's blacked out. We can see AJ's address. So he <laughs> <laughs> it down and put it back up. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Hey, man. Billy Tubes coming yeah, over. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. You know Come I mean? on down, buddy. We are prepared. Come on down. Whoa, what does that oh, mean? Yeah. What, what does that mean, dude? Ready? You got to be ready for anything, man. You know <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, dude. Got to be ready. Let's get. Let's not get distracted here, though, because we kind of okay. did there with Rappaport, kind of. You but know, the Tordal thing. Go back to Tordal. Hey, don't you think they're just gonna make guys? No, how'd you play? How'd you play? What'd you do? You I drank never knew more? what it's like to, to have tour. What'd you eat your Wheaties in the morning, like dude? You, 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 you ate your Wheaties? You had your vitamins? Like what the fuck did you do? Something. You had to do something. How are you superhuman? How did you? How no, did you take? Uh, you take what? Um, my tour at all was four Advil, two Tylenol before games. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So there, there we, we go. go. All right. So now we figured Fair. it out. All right. Yeah. That, that then that made me feel just so warm and over my whole body just felt amazing after that. No, I'm joking. Didn't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I drank. You know what I drank? Uh, Alka Seltzer. I drank Alka Seltzer before games too. That's uh, it, uh anti cramp mechanism. Really? Because remember yeah. they they used to show up with uh, what was it way back in the day? Bananas, coconut, pickle water. juice, bananas, yeah, pickle o- juice, oranges. I never had a, I never had an issue cramping, but Brian Engel, Flea, a great trainer in Green Bay, and Nate Weir, they both uh, turned me on to it. And I still every once in a while just. Just for old times' sakes, I'll drink some Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Reminds me of game day. Put on a helmet. Put on no, helmet. no helmet. No helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on a helmet. Run your head into a wall or two. Go Never grab every that. Advil bottle. Oh, my God. You guys talked about weed. Do you think that would be – I mean, it wouldn't be the you know the same effect as Toradol, but would that be like a reasonable replacement to Toradol? Pre-game? Uh, There's nothing yeah. pre-game that's a replacement. No. There you go. I mean, I, I, I would have to agree with that. I mean, I wouldn't smoke before a game. Me neither. But, Just, um, uh, by the way, me, I don't know why D-Butt wouldn't do it. I would practice and try things very, yeah. very much. It's why I have the house. That It's literally the reason why I bought the house that I have because it had a massive field in the back and I could kind of do that thing. But if I did it on a game and I fucked up, I always thought like, don't I don't want people to. Th- I don't want to have to sleep with, yeah. you know, like that. I don't want people to think that. But the, we've talked about this before. There's some guys who can't play without it. Some, some great, great, great players. players. Great Ooh, players. It. I mean, every everybody's different though. Everybody's different. But um, like I said, the CBD it's a natural thing that doesn't get you high. That could help. But um, a good old shot, man. It's, That's what it's I think different. they're gonna give it. Hey, I don't think it's going anywhere. I just think they're gonna make you make sure like the waiver is foolproof, like. Hey, yeah. if something happens in the future, we're out of it. I think 2012, they were trying to scare people out of it. Instead, it potentially exposed more eyes. people to it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, okay, let's go do that. And I don't know if this is going to be a similar situation, but the bleeding thing is a little bit alarming. And then I think as you read deeper, it was Major about, it was about yeah. concussions, I think, though. So, like, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's so much shit going on, man, with lawsuits, Potential lawsuits, future lawsuits, current lawsuits. Anytime you get into the billion-dollar business, you know, there's going to be dumb shit, shady shit, and future shit you're going to have to deal with. That's what all this is about. And that's why, like, for instance, and Darius, I didn't get a chance to get your t- hear your take on this, and I respect the hell out of your... That race norming thing. Did you hear about this fucking thing? Did you? That was, how, how did that happen? Like, how, how does that happen? And by the way, my entire, I let off the show with it yesterday where I was like, I think a lot of people are learning a lot about the world that we live in, about how potential things could happen. I was very lucky to be in a locker room. I got a chance to go to some neighborhoods and communities that I would have never been to in the past, see things and learn things. And I think as the world kind of opens, that race norming thing, though, that is so dumb and disgusting you're like how does this be that's because in every single contract negotiation that these savages get into they're just trying to win by any means necessary and that's why however they're just trying to win and fuck over the other person however no matter how despicable and disgusting it is and i think that is something that has to change in the future like obviously that whole entire thing has to change in the future but also the way business is done has to be done differently but that's why all these that's fucking that was fucking wild to read to even just read the headline um you know seeing that in 2021 uh the bigger issue though is you know that was that wasn't just them that was like medically like world like world that was kind of accepted for a while like okay like the cognitive levels are different with this race and that race which is uh you know absolutely crazy but um the lawyer uh i think his name is christopher seeger he's representing the nflpa yeah who represented the who was hired by the pa who represented i think i think his law firm might have raked in like 50 million in legal fees damn yeah i mean and then you get that and it, this shit would have never saw a light of day if it wasn't for the players wives 
who actually was going through the red tape. Like, hold on, this is bullshit. How so, about, how about that guy crazy, come? Man. How about that guy coming out and saying, um, "I was uh, representing the players in this thing, and I was wrong. I, I just <laughs> know that you know a large majority, by the way, of the league's people. I was just completely spitting in their face, and it's, uh, it's like, what? A, who, fuck you. Then you immediately." If you're a player now, you have to wonder, like, okay, who's representing me yeah. in everything? Going forward. In, this, yeah. in everything. In this, if this is able to happen in one of the biggest settlements in the history of the NFL and the NFLPA, by the way, this was one of the biggest. If it's able to happen then, not that long ago, what other shit's happening currently with some? You know, it's just like, that's why, That's the type of, like, I'm a big, like, oh, if that's happening. What else is going what on? What else here? is happening, you know? And it's hard not to do that. And these are dudes dealing with dementia, like some real shit. So you're making it harder for them to get, you know, their money or help or whatever. Like that's that's I mean, it's a dirty, it's a dirty game, though. We know that. Let's get back to the topic of uh dope, shall we, though? Mm. Let's please do that. Because I don't know if there will ever be uh I mean maybe there'll be a strand that is uh, developed by some genius who has the green thumb. <laughs> you know, they can get in there and just turn any any piece of soil into something profitable. You know, oh, maybe yeah. somebody will get into the marijuana where it'll be able to be a replacement for Toradol, or there'll be something that'll be able to have that type of effect as an anti-inflammatory in how it works for guys and everything. But I think like a, I think a marijuana treatment should be something that rolls into the nfl soon like you know what i mean like, well they're doing yeah they're doing like ptsd like, they're using ecstasy like in medical trials to treat ptsd for soldiers and, and everyone but i'm saying like their entire like um like i think the nfl could now obviously the nfl probably going to be behind on some things and then they'll just catch up very quickly because that's what the nfl does they kind of it feels like the nfl lets other people kind of do their thing and then see it and then they just they do it so as marijuana becomes more normal especially as more uh research is done mm -hmm. says the gubernatorial <laughs> debate in indiana like the nfl actually investing in their own scientists potentially to create things that players can either get or or something like that to go alongside their arthritis that a lot of guys have to deal against or something like that. Like I think that would be a pretty smart idea. But that but what's that? Twenty years away? You think? Yeah. Thirty years away? Probably. So what? until then, Toradol is going to be a part of the conversation. All the all the big pharma pills are always going to be a part of the conversation because as bodies change and science evolves, mm -hmm. uh, there's always going to have to be remedies though for pain which is never going away that's just yep. kind of how everything's going to happen it said that uh you can't do it before games or practices anymore was there like a mandate on how much guys could take or were there guys who would be who would get toward all every single day i don't no. I, I knew nobody like, is, is there, there not there, every day yeah, yeah, yeah not every day for practice i knew nobody that got it every day no. i i night before and morning of some people i mean got, that's maybe michael jackson's doctor would give it to you every day but no nfl AJ. doctor hey what was his name conrad, conrad murray Hey, he was getting he was giving surgery stuff. That's oh, yeah. not oh, sleeping, yeah. right? Yeah. I I don't think I ever come out of surgery and been like, oh, <laughs> feel good, fucking refresh. Yeah. Talk about Kanye's mom too. Really? I'm pretty sure it's the same doctor. Same doctor. I might be lying. No, that was down in like a, a different country. I feel like Kanye's mom. But maybe he did actually. I think he may be connected to Kanye's that. mom somehow. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're somehow connected. I don't know how, but it's crazy. But so what? Michael Jackson didn't sleep for how many years then? Because that's not sleeping; you're just getting knocked out, right? So uh, I assume that that's, that's crazy.
Anyways, doctors have a lot of power. Let's hope they take care of people. And I would like to see more studies about when I'm going to die because the Toradol used it. I definitely did once a week, 17 weeks. Do you want to know, though? Do you really want to know? No. That's like um, I have a couple of friends uh, in the league who I watch a concussion movie. And uh, I told him, hey, you watch this? I don't want to know. Smart. Yeah. Because I thought about you. I thought about you while watching it. You know, that's a smart idea. I think I view it the same way. I, I think I actually view it the same like, way. Thanks for the text, though. Thanks for thinking of me when you saw a whole movie about head trauma. No, 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 no. It wasn't, you know. I mean, they brought it up, not me. It was just like, yeah. You're probably far enough removed from it, though, aren't you? I don't know, dude. What? From, te- like, take, I mean, I feel like if. What? <laughs> what? I, mean, I don't know. This shit. Who knows what, you know. Who knows who, what was who in knows? that? Honestly. Yeah. Eight who straight knows? years of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Once a, once a week for... No, only seven and a half. Is it? Does it cause <laughs> internal bleeding or does it cause everything? Like I, I wonder you, if it's like a blood thinner too, I wonder. It's just mm-hmm. a major bleed. And that's the worst thing, you know, when you get injured. Like, you don't want a bunch of blood or swelling going to it. Like, like that's his... By the way, his arm, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what an anti-inflammatory is, is moving fluid and blood mostly away from something. So is it a blood thinner, potentially? I have no idea. We don't know any of this Tough, shit. Man. All I know is it's not me, all right? It's not me. <laughs> who is it then? Who who got this thing rolling then, if it wasn't you? You saw the picture it's of the guy. You just saw his phone number. Andy Studebaker. I don't know. <laughs> Studebaker is not pumped to be the guy. It's, that's pictures right below this. I don't With think. his phone number. I called him, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Called him immediately upon reading it. Um, where is this from? Uh, that's that same article. That's same article. Okay, this is the NFLPA releasing this, yes. and this is the reason why. Due to the risk of Toradol causing major bleeding, specific recommendations include Toradol should not be used prior to, during, or after NFL games or practices as a means of reducing anticipated pain. Toradol should be given in its oral preparation under typical circumstances as it is recognized that the oral preparation has a faster onset of action than the IM preparation has a duration action that is equivalent to the IM and IV forms and has a plasma concentration time curve that is early identical to the IM and IV preparations. IM and IV injection of Toradol should not be used except following an acute game-related injury where visceral or central nervous system bleeding is not expected and where other oral or intranasal pain medications are inadequate or not be tolerated. So, basically saying that sounds like Andy Andy Studebaker wrote that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> verbatim. Sounds like Studi. No, I'm joking. That was obviously what 400 lawyers and five doctors put that. So whole they want thing. you to take the pill, though. They want you to take the the oral pill. Yeah, and I read what they said on paper, though. That, that doesn't mean that's reality, though. I think yeah. we've all tried the. Uh, and the, guys say it doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the middle of their paragraph there. As I was reading, I thought to myself, "Oh, this is a bunch of fucking bullshit here." You know, it, I ta- it takes way. It, the pill takes longer. I tried the pill before. That's what I did before the shot. It just takes way the longer. Pill, the take pill longer. would be harder on your insides too. It has to go through yeah. your liver twice a pill rather than an injection. Yeah, but the injection, what, that goes right to the whole body, right? That's the... It's right in the bloodstream? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Gump? Yeah, I just, like, whenever... I mean, talking steroids, like, if you did injectables <laughs> rather than uh, orals, injectables are better for you because they only go through your bloodstream once rather than twice, like the pills. Okay, so that is at Bubba Gumpino, who is not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> like, that, those are his. That's I would trust Gump over these doctors. <laughs> okay, all right, well, especially yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I would like everybody to know that's listening or watching, that was a Canadian guy 
okay, who might have done his own research. Yeah, does not have an MD. We do not, no. we do not necessarily want to Canadians be associated. Canadians Hey, two, Can- Canadians do. To Gump's point, that was what they were warning against, I believe, wasn't it? Because it does uh, accelerate internal bleeding and central nervous system issues. So they were saying, don't inject it, Gump, because it will do exactly what you just talked about. Yeah. Uh, no, so what's the IM? Intramuscular. Yeah. That's so that's a, shot. An injection. Yeah. yeah, that's and, the shot. And the IV's a drip? There's a difference there? Yeah. Okay. Intravenous. Goes no. straight in the vein. You Wait, got, when do you get a drip of Toradol? No, you get, I think you get it. I don't know if I've never, I assume they do that though, right? I, that's, think, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they do do that. I just got it right in the. Yeah, right. most, most people just like, but I, I used to get an IV pregame too for you know hydration purposes. Fluid. So sometimes they would just. Did I ever freak you out? Hey, hey, sometimes I see they that. had the fucking worst. Yes. Like, cause you know you got nurses who do that daily, oh, but yeah. then you got these seventy-year-old team doctors <laughs> who do it once a week, and they're just pop, pop, pop. And I had hard veins to get into, so that yeah, that was. Man, hated that. Yeah, I, I remember watching because I was never a big like, "Hey, strap me up to a you know a rocket here, pal." I, I need hydrated, even though you know I was big time sweater. I would lose some weight in preseason. Okay, don't worry about it. But like watching that whole thing happen, I I, I always get like a little. Mm-hmm. But those those respected doctors like kind of just playing like. Uh, Almost like whack-a-mole with these needles trying to get them in there. I was I was like almost getting sick or whatever. And then that conversation happened. They're like, these doctors are even saying like, oh, we do this only a couple times. Yeah. Do it for you guys. That's it. We don't, we don't it. Do it <laughs> and it's like, ah, damn. Like, can we get somebody to maybe do a proper stabbing here? I mean, that is what you got to do. That's IV, though. Uh, that's that's intravascular. Uh, Not yeah. I am. Not intramuscular. Not intramuscular. Would they have to wait? Like the NFL to do the whole weed transition, if they were to think about that, to for it to be legalized federally, like um, everywhere. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That would have yeah. to happen, and then because I thought in the United States of Goodell, yeah, you know when Denver, different rules, yeah, when Denver legalized it, I was like everybody's going to go Broncos. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, we're going to learn a lot about the players that are trying to get to the Broncos because <laughs> my first thought was, okay, it's mile high, and dope is legal. I love the Colts, but. Is there any way I could potentially maybe have the same rules here in India as there is in Denver, you know? And then yeah, United States Goodell did write a memo to everybody. And they said, uh, here in our particular country, mm-hmm. we don't give a fuck about what the local laws are. Okay, <laughs> don't be smoking any fucking dope. Yeah, don't be smoking that's dope. basically what they said. And I think they even said until it's federally <laughs> legalized or something like that, they won't even. It's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time, but I like the Megatrons getting in the game. Maybe yep. more. Maybe some NFL owners will get in the game. I assume Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft will get in the game somehow. They'll, they'll see money off of Probably it. They're already in the game. I would assume Jerry Jones has at least four or five grow houses. You should. You know, at least out there somewhere. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions. Hey! millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. 
Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. We've had great discussions today about all things happening in the sports world. We've covered meteorology. We've covered big pharma. We've covered dope. We've covered football. We've covered NBA. Uh, We will talk golf at some point because people are getting escorted out by the police from the Memorial Golf Tournament in Ohio for screaming at Bryson DeChambeau. Let's go, Brooks. Come on. In the ever-evolving Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau golf beef that we are all here for. I don't know how it ends. I know Brooks got a lot more wins than Bryson has at the moment, but Bryson is golf ball whacker guy. I think AJ Hawks just joined us back in. We just called him and got connected to him. We also, hey AJ, how's it going, dude? Hey, hey AJ. AJ hey. Is it a male or female? Because my wife's over there. I hope she didn't get rowdy. Hey, it was full crew. I guess there was a groups of people getting escorted out from what is being reported in your backyard. By the way, aren't you right next door to that? Yeah, I drove. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I drove by it, dropped my kids off today. My wife's out there for a few hours today, so hopefully she's all right. What's she doing? Is she working an event? She just hanging out, watching golf. She, uh, she she's giving going out- to. You know, it's like a, it's a thing. It's a big party. You know, we have different people that, you know, their their companies sponsor different things. So she's just hanging out watching some golf, I guess. Oh, you, you go tent hopping at this tournament. You guys go tent to tent. That's around the greens. And that's kind of how it all goes. I I did the open or no, the open. No. Whatever's at the Oakmont. Could have been a U.S. Open. U.S. Yeah, Open. Maybe. And we did not do it right. I mean, we paid a lot of money to get passes to walk that thing around. There's people that were in tents that had, like, air conditioning. Oh, yeah. And, like, it, they had a much better time than I had, I think. I, I don't know if I did it right. Is that what your wife's doing? Is that what you will do after this, by the way, for the rest of the weekend? You'll be over there? Uh, no, I don't think. I don't know if I'm going to make it over or not. Maybe take some kids over um, on Sunday. Like I, I usually go today, but obviously I've been doing this, and I could have gone to like eleven thirty. And so, I bro, didn't. you wow. should have you should have skipped this. I mean, we bro. appreciate you. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> we appreciate you, but you should have skipped this for sure. No, oh no, I, I would never miss this, especially when when I booked Schlegs coming on here. Zito, he's texting me to said call back or something, so I don't know what's going on. Okay, that's good booking, by the way. That's nice. live Maybe booking. That's letting the producer in the back know to call him back because we call from office computer, studio computer, and it is under a different number, different name. I assume a lot of these people that we've never talked to before, it shows up. I ain't fucking answering this. A FaceTime? Mm-hmm. Get out of here, dude. This ain't our life. The guy that's about to join us for the first time ever, uh, Darius, have you ever heard of this dude before? What's the name again? Anthony Schlegel. No, I'm not. Could have lied. That's why Darius <laughs> is Darius Butler. Yeah. He, you've seen him, though. The picture we used for the guest announcement today, he was a uh, strength and conditioning coach, I think, at Ohio State or whatever. Somebody charged the field. He rock bottoms guy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. grabs guy who's You're wearing right. classic Sperry's, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that. He rock bottoms kid. Definitely seen him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He is now, uh, I don't know his official title, but I know he's, he's running the bottom. 
bodies down there for the Jacksonville Jaguar team. He is the director of head, uh, head strength and conditioning, coach. head strength and conditioning coach. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, not only a Buckeye hero, he's on a serial bucks. Not only got it <laughs> rock bottom, some random kid charging a field who deserved it 1000%. Now, head strength and conditioning coach for one of the 32 NFL teams. There's only 32 of these jobs on planet Earth. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, Don Aaron Duval Connie. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawks' great friend, Anthony Schlegel. Yeah! Yeah! Schlegel, what are you doing, dude? I don't know. I'm trying to find my camera on this thing. I don't even know. What's up? What are we doing? Hey, what did we have today? Did we work out today? I see we're sleeveless. Got the guns out. What do we got going on? Hey, you know, got a little guns. Woo! Um, how's OTAs going? I, I want to let you know, Schlegs. Uh, would love to. Going to talk about everything Ohio State with you. Obviously, your icon there and the rock bottom of the player is awesome. Your friendship with AJ. We'll talk about all that. But we just talked about as somebody who's down there in Jacksonville, and I forget who told us. They they said Urban was reaching out to him like, "Hey, when are you getting in the building? Like, we signed you. When are we getting this one? The boycott was talking, and then now there's the numbers are coming out of the amount of people that are down there. Trevor, I mean Timmy Tebow's down there. What's the mentality? What's the mindset? We just saw the Chiefs. The the Chiefs are in training camp mode right now, it feels like. How are the Jaguars? And I assume that's a big part of your job right now. Uh, absolutely. I mean, first off, it's humbling, one, to be a strength coach, like you said, one of 32. But they're just the the amount of guys that we have. I mean, we had, I think we averaged 65 guys during OTA phase one. I mean, we, it was amazing. They were coming in, spilling it, working hard. And now days where we have all 90 and wow. that's just a testament to one coach meyer our coaching staff our culture the sports performance team and the guys just buying in and going out there and working on the crowd because at the end of the day the only reason i'm in it one being a former player both you guys former players it's all about the guys and it's our job to increase their value and extend their career and guess what go win games and when you present that to them and then you back it man and you have that high give a shit factor they're all in, so it's just fun to be a part of. Hey, Schlegs, we know you, you coached for Urban. They're, the picture that they posted was you blasting the guy that charged the field. I'm sure we'll talk about it. <laughs> so you coached for him back at Ohio State. Now you're with you're with him there, the head guy in Jacksonville. Have you noticed any – like, is Urban able to coach these guys the same way he was able to coach in college? I tell you what, man, it, there's one thing about Coach Meyer. He's great with people. And, yeah, he's, he's hard. He, he's a hard coach, but – he cares about these guys. I mean, I've heard guys come up and talk to me like I've never had a coach like that. Huh. This, these what are does pro that mean? Guys. We're all pro guys. I've never had a what coach What do they mean like there? That. Yeah, what does that mean? What do you mean? Like he, he seems genuinely interested because I the well, thing that came – genuinely interested. He gives a shit about him. Oh, okay. He understands that – he understands there's a small window. You guys, we all know this. You have a small window. I only played two years in a freaking league. AJ, you played for 10. Pat, you played for a ton of years. It's like you have a small window to go make as much money as you possibly can playing the game you love. And guess what? Our job is to help you in the fundamentals, win games, and also rejuvenate your body and take care of you so you can extend your career. 
Schlegs. Boom, mind blown. I mean, guys love that. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, that is like you, whenever you talk about what you think a coach should be, it's like that seems like what it should be. It's not always like that. Some people get too invested in either the X's and O's, the business side. They're like, hey, just show up. There's there's always something. And I think when Urban was talking about the free agency, you know, because he was signing people, he was like, I'm signing people. These I haven't even met them yet. I haven't even shook their hand yet. Like, it feels like he does have that, like, connectivity, a connection with his players it's nice to hear that it that is translating into the nfl now yeah he he absolutely loves the guy i mean like that's the best part of our job if there's nobody here i'm just in a i'm just in a random room with a bunch of weights yeah i love that (laughs) and i want to get bumpy sometimes and train my face off but yeah guess what it's a hundred times better when there's people in it yeah, yeah, I, I just, I, I think there are some OTAs uh, that aren't, you know, with a lot of people, their strength coaches losing their minds around the yes. NFL. I'd assume. Um, let's talk about Urban Meyer, though. College to NFL, and you can sign a free agency. You bring in Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, the team is going to need a reboot. But the big thing is, you know, in college, you can recruit. And you can right. get, like, for instance, Ohio State's got this kid with a mullet who might be Ooh. the greatest. No. Yeah, beautiful. He, yeah, it's beautiful. He might be the greatest player to ever play football in the history of anything. But anyways, that's just like uh, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Dabo. You know, there's like guys that are just known. They can recruit and their players are better than everybody. In the NFL, the difference between talent is very, very small, even between the greatest and the guys that don't make it. What are you telling these guys to generate the best them possible? I assume strength coach, a lot of time is spent with the strength coach. A lot of time in the weight room it's a different relationship than it is with the coaches it's a different relationship than with the front office what are you telling some of the either the young guys who don't know the league yet because it feels like you might have a young roster but also the guys like hey it's not that big of a difference in skill here as opposed to the college are you a motivational speaker in there schlegs what are we doing what are we saying oh man i mean one you got to make it individualized so what we did i mean guys we had 40 guys here before we even started otas i mean it's one of the things of Jacksonville. I mean, it's a great place to live. I just moved down here from Columbus, Ohio, back. I mean, I think Coach got the job on the 15th. I was down here on the 17th. We had guys starting to come in. And what you do is you make it individualized for them, right? What are the areas of your game that you want to improve upon? Or is it acceleration? Is it your hip and quad flexibility? Do you need to get stronger, lower body, upper body, more explosive, whatever, right? You come up with that individual plan for that athlete and then they get to see the results of that that's the biggest difference between what we do here and what i think you can do in the college level because there's so many guys there now you can get into the weeds of what that guy needs plus you have rookies to eight ten year vets they all need something different i'm just not going to put a bar on a guy's back and say everybody does straight bar back squats you don't do that right you see what they need to extend their career and have a great season today, this year, and then you go do that. And when you invest that type of care in them, they're, they're all in. And so I'll give you a, a quick snippet. We wanted to work on accelerations for our wide receivers, three steps and five yards. We filmed every single acceleration they did for them and then cut it and put it in their own private bucket because guys don't want to watch other guys. They want to watch themselves getting back. <laughs> That takes a lot more time, energy, and effort to do, but guess what? They love it, and so they can see that, and they can use that to coach themselves as to what I need to do to get better. Schlegs, hey, so I'm just wondering if you feel some added pressure now. So 
I know Timmy Tabot signed with the team. We've seen the pictures. This dude is absolutely jacked. He's jacked. Are you ups Are you worried that he's bigger than he you? Comes yeah, let's say he comes in there, Schlegs, and all of a sudden, four weeks into the program, he looks like he's shrunk a little bit and lost some muscle. Are you worried that that's going to be on you? Wow. No. <laughs> hey, listen, I can't have Tim losing weight. First off, he's not because he eats all the time. He takes care of his body. I will say this. He made me self-conscious, so he rolled in here sleeveless. I like where it's sleeveless because it's Florida. I want to get tan. I've been living in, you know, Ohio in the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. So you come to Florida, I don't want to have a farmer's tan. I want to have, like, a nice broad tan. A redneck tan, yeah. Farmer, redneck. Yeah. We know the deal. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, so when I go back and see my wife, you know, it's like, hey, Papa Schlitz looks good. I'm tanned up. <laughs> he, walks in, he walks in the building the first week. I, my dudes on the staff are like, Schlitz, you might want to put your shirt back there. <laughs> Cause Tim is jacked, you know. And we got—I mean, we got a bunch of yoked-up dudes. So guess what? Papa Slay's better get his mind right. <laughs> I'm not posting the videos anymore because you can't—you know—I can't be in here training in jeans and combat boots like I used, to, like I normally do. Carhartts are out of the window because it's 90 degrees down here. But I still got to get after it because, you know, when called upon, I have to respond, and that's the other thing. <laughs> like, like on. Like on Fridays, guys come in if they want to get extra work. Let's get bumpy, man. Hey, who wants to work out today with me? All right, let's go. And I had Tyler Shally. We were doing manual shoulders. He's an offense lineman. He absolutely beat the crap out of me. And I was like, are you coming back this week? Because I, you know, I want some more. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun banter back and forth. Uh, Darius Butler played nine years in the league. Has a question for you. Hey, what's yeah, up? Me, what's up, Coach? Nice to meet you, man. I played nice uh, play, played for two um, great, great uh, strength conditioning coaches, Jerry Martin at UConn and uh, Mike Warsick up there in New England. Was it any uh, coaches that you looked up to or you like, you know, saw and said inspired you to be that? You know, um, Warsick is one like he's. He's touched so many different lives. He genuinely cares about his people. Marcus Paul, who recently passed, was one I had him when I was with the Jets. Uh, for me, you know, Mickey Mirati was one coming from Ohio State. And I, I grew up, Brian Dobson, my dad. Brian Dobson was a gym, uh, Metroplex gym that I worked at growing up. I mean, he owned it, he ran it, he trained me. But it was all of them shared this one thing in common. It's always about the attitude and intensity of which you train but pushing their athletes and that relationship with the athlete. That's why I became a strength conditioning coach and not a position coach because I wanted to be around all of them. Yep. And I think you'd have a greater impact as a strength coach, which is why I chose the profession. And then, like you said, and it's a very small profession, and I know so many of the guys that are in the league that I still have conversations with now being able to share information back and forth now that I'm in it and I'm in Jacksonville and I got guys that are in my division that I know and guys, you know, like Aaron's uh, former, or not former, I can't say former, he's still with the Packers, right? I mean, um, <laughs> he's, up there, he's a Northeast you know. Ohio guy. You know, you get, it's a very small community that you have each other's back that you can talk about training, you can talk about guys, you can talk about hangups that you're going to see when you go to camp or, hey, we're dealing with COVID. I mean, you want to talk about logistics and operations and what are you guys doing to, you know, still serve your athletes in the best possible manner, having to deal with COVID protocols. I mean, we can only train 20 guys in the building or only have 20 guys in the building during, uh, what was it, pre-OTAs. Then it became, 
I can only have 15 guys in the weight room. Mm. What? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh-uh. Right? And now, now I can divide my weight room with a curtain and have 15 on one side and 15 on another and then 15 outside so I can have 45 guys at a time. Well, hey, Schlakes, you're doing a great job with it, pal. Hey, Coach. Hey, appreciate you. What are we doing? Hey, what are we, what are we doing? Hey we, hey, we beat it, though, by the way. Especially yeah. down here in Florida. You take that sleeves off. Feels like we beat that thing yeah. out here. We beat it. Now, you can't say that because you'll get yelled at, whatever. But I can. I'm sports stooge. Um, it has to feel good. And I assume talking to other strength and conditioning coaches, you can get the, the gist that maybe there's some jealousy in some places. Sounds like... The Khan family is going to build Urban whatever the fuck he wants right now. I mean, it sounds like they're building an entire new city. And this is, obviously, it's good business for Jacksonville Jaguars to get people in their hotel and everything like that. But also the sports performance, everything they're building. This is a golden opportunity for Urban with an owner that seems to be all in. You getting a chance to display your, I mean, this, I would assume the mood around the Jacksonville Jaguars and you aren't there beforehand is much different now than it was just a year ago or two years ago. It feels like they're kind of going all in, huh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I always like to say charge to winning, right? Well, how do you, how do you win in the national football league? You take care of your players. You know, if in our league, if I have healthy guys every single Sunday, I have a greater opportunity to win football games than if I'm missing five starters on defense. That's just facts. So if I can rejuvenate them and give them everything they possibly need from strength and conditioning, nutrition, uh, rejuvenation, and I like rejuvenation more than recovery because where do you recover to? I want to rejuvenate to max capacity. So you have that exactly, exactly. So you have that in there. You have your athletic training. All those different things come together along with a facility, right? Then you talked about the four the four seasons and uh, the med center and a performance center there too. Everything needs to be in one place for the athlete. You know, that's my that's coach's vision that I share 100 100% is that every resource you need to extend your career and be successful on the field should be free to you and in one location, and that's what they're doing. And when you have an owner that is willing to spend that type of capital, I saw our president the other day before they launched the thing. I just said, hey, bro, I appreciate you, and I appreciate what you're doing for our players. Thank you. It's real. Hey, what about the uh, so the old wrestling angle? We know Urban handed his laptop over. Chris Jericho blasted the deuce. What was in Charlie, there? <laughs> Charlie Strong throwing footballs. Were you there? Did you get to work out with Jericho? Like, what happened? No. Why? I mean, I, I didn't get that memo. Uh, That's a shame. You know, maybe they haven't read my resume or seen it on YouTube. I, I, I got, I was just, you know, I can wrestle. I grew up wrestling. I have a wrestling background. Wow. I'm pretty animated. I'm sure I could follow a script and go rogue. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's no script. There ain't no script. Oh, there ain't no script, oh, ain't no script out the there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's all real. It's all real. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could definitely have done something. But you know what, though? Like, the more that you can do, right? Hey, here's this laptop. Yeah, smash that, dude. Awesome. That was just great because AEW's right here. The the venue is like right outside these doors. So to have that, you know, kind of collaboration is really fun. And our guys get a kick out of it. Uh, the boys at the toxic table here have plenty of questions. And, and Come on, hit me with questions. No, no. Well, I have the, my last one here is Tim Tebow. Everything you thought he was going to be? Like, Every workout, every practice, is it just – because outside when he got signed, 
he was hated. I mean, it was a hated decision. We, you know, he's a Jacksonville legend. This is Tim Tebow. Him and Urban Meyer's relationship runs deep, obviously. And who, if Tim Tebow is running, looking the way he is, maybe this guy can, basketball players have figured out how to play tight end. Maybe Tim Tebow can do it. Who knows how this whole thing pans out in that whole thing. What has it been like with Tim Tebow coming into that building, that team? And uh, also Trevor, how has Trevor been dealing with maybe the Tebow effect? Or you think that is, that is dealt with anything at all? Yeah, I would say for Trevor, zero effect. Uh, he just comes in and works and grinds and you work with Brian Schottenheimer, one of the best coaches in the NFL with quarterbacks. Uh, so he, he's fine working with Tim. I mean, first off, you come in, our units are fantastic. I mean, you go into a tight end room, you got James O'Shaughnessy, Chris Manhurts, Ben Ellison, Tyler Davis, great room, bunch of hardworking guys. You add Tim into the mix, he's fantastic. He takes care of himself, and he goes out there and he practices hard. It doesn't matter what your name is or who you are. Like, you got to go out there and add value to a team. And whenever we get to camp and you get to put the pads on when you really play football, you know, if you can, you can. If you can, you can. But I tell you what, though. From everything that is done here, guys generally like him and respect it, and he just goes out there and does his job. And that's all you can expect. And I don't understand why people get so pissy about those type of things. They shouldn't. You know, if you can make it, you can make it. And I'll tell you this, too. My mindset to everybody, I don't care who you are, undrafted free agent, first-round draft pick, doesn't matter, man. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we possibly can to maximize you. That's why. Hey, that by the way, that's why strength coaches are loved by everybody, right love there. Them. And I love that you do just fit the mold <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> also, an ex-player, which is fantastic. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Papa Schlegs, uh Sticking with Tebow, a story was surfacing that when he was 14 years old, he did a uh, 316. <laughs> curls of uh, 55 pounds can you clarify that story or uh i, I can't clarify that story um the way his biceps look now i mean uh, yeah he was getting bumpy when he was right would you say 13 years old yeah yeah 14 <laughs> 14 yeah. impressive getting bumpy. pretty impressive i might have to go try to replicate that and tear my biceps off yeah you'll tear <laughs> that is 100 bullshit no way to There was one kid behind him. He didn't want to leave any doubt that yeah. he was going to beat that kid. Yes, we beat your heart. Just random stories. <laughs> the best. Go ahead, Ty. Coach Slakes, uh, going back to you and AJ's athletic primes at Ohio State or in the league, if you guys were to go head up one-on-one, are you putting AJ's ass into the dirt? How's that? How does that shake <laughs> yes. out? Yes, he is. First off, <laughs> AJ's way more athletic. I mean – He's way more athletic than me. So you can't even say athleticism there because it's it's like here and then I don't know where my camera is or where you can see me, right? But AJ is super athletic. He's a freak. Bobby was athletic and a freak. Like I am not, you know, I just was a tough guy that wanted to knock your dick off. So you uh, sledgehammer head, huh? Is that AJ? Is that what? Uh, is I mean, that- look at. Look at his jaw. We like for real. We still, when we get together, we punch Slag's jaw. He punches me. The Jacksonville Jaguars head of strength and conditioning gets punched in the face every single time he sees his old college roommates because they love his jawline. You are an absolute specimen. Never would have guessed this guy is going to be a strength and conditioning. Oh, Schlegs, uh, we appreciate you, man. What do you? What's uh? What do you guys have? You have a long weekend. Was it Monday through Thursday? What's the schedule? 
Yeah, Monday through Thursday, and we come back, and we go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rejuve day, and then another practice Thursday, and then we got mini camp the following week. So, you know, I get on a plane, I fly home to Columbus, Ohio, see my family, and get rejuvenated, and I fly back, and I spill it for our guys. That, hey, that's that's the mo. I'd be. Shad let you use it. Shad give you his plane. It's small plane. It's not urban on it. No, 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 man! Southwest, baby. <laughs> hey, that's where you're. That's where you want to be, anyways. That's where Schlegs is. Yeah. You're, you're. By the way, you know, kind of rounding up everybody. Let's go. Let's get on his plane and then motivating the plane. By the way, hey, let's get back on the ground here. Mm-hmm. Let's do that entire thing. Uh, I would be. I'd be a terrible host if I didn't ask. Yeah, hit me, Trevor Lawrence. How? Why? Is he's supposed to be the guy since he's like 10 years old, basically. He seems to be just like one of the coolest customers of all time. He gave some quotes in, I think, a GQ article or something like that where he said, you know, if I lost football, it wouldn't kill me, and people would start taking it out of question. It's like this guy, he's the guy, has been the guy. Seems like he's been a professional almost his entire life. Is that kind of what it's like with him around, and how do you think he's kind of handled his first couple months here as being an NFL quarterback? Oh, he's done fantastic. I mean, his routine is a pro, pro-like routine, just coming right out of college. He comes in the weight room. He handles his business. Yeah, he gets all of his rejuvenation, you know, doing his film study with Brian. Everything that he does, he's already becoming a leader uh, on the team just simply by his actions without even sitting on the field for one game. It's just his presence, right? He just That's what great leaders, great athletes do right they they're they're game changers not only in the game but with their teammates and so you know from everything that i've been able to you know all the times i've been able to be around him so far he's exceeded expectations he's already gaining weight he loves training he loves everything about football how much weight how much weight you trying to get him to gain slags i mean what weight is relative right it's there's always like what is that (laughs) Yeah, you fucking you, said he's gaining weight, Papa Schley. You literally yeah, just said gonna, Hey, man, eat big, sleep big, trade big. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I would say weight is relative, especially when you look at the NFL. It's it's when you feel – I'll give you guys a prime example. Man, I'm in the NFL playing special teams. Hey, Schlegs, you're 250 pounds. You're fat as hell because you eat an entire bag of Oreos when we play Tiger Woods golf. You know what? If you want to make a roster, how about you be 235, bend and play in space and run for days? All right, that's good. Guess what? That's your weight. You know? Hey, I I have a bad knee. I got to bend. Okay, guess what? You don't need to be 260. Maybe it's 250 is your number. Right? So it's all relative to the guy being to where he can perform at his max capacity. That's really the number. But, you know, as you guys know, this is a violent game. So to be able to handle the hits in a 17-game season now – yeah, you're going to have to put on a little bit more weight than you had in college, but what can he handle and still be able to do what makes him so special? Yeah, I was like Andrew. Andrew had to, like, kind of had a fine balance. There there was a couple times where Andrew came back and he looked, I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm like, yeah. yeah, he was jacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he bigger than you? Oh, yeah. Was he lifting more than you, you think, Andrew? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, people were saying he was potentially yeah. living, but then there were some times where he was a little bit smaller, and I wonder how the body reacted. I mean, that's a tough game. Uh, good luck out there, Papa Schlegs. We appreciate you so much. You're the best, dude. 
I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good luck out there. Make sure everybody, uh, you know, dominates this year down there for Duval. It seems like you guys are building something very special, and that is a very real thing. I don't think that would have been said about Jacksonville a lot in the past. I mean, there was that year where Blake, uh, or yeah, mm-hmm. where he yep. goes, and then the defense was unbelievable, and then that whole thing got torn down. It was just like, it really has a special feel from outside. I assume you guys feel it the same way inside. It's a cool thing to be a part of, Schlegs. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm humbled to be a part of it. So we're just going to keep it rolling, baby. Go Jags! Do more! Whoa! Anthony Schlegel. All right, that's the show. Once again, we appreciate the hell out of all you guys for listening. We couldn't do any of this without you. Hashtag end of pod squad. Keep sending in your pictures of where you're listening to the podcast. We'll continue to give money out to you guys throughout the course of the summer. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Cheers. What's up, everybody? It is Friday, June 4th, and you are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Pat's on his way over to SmackDown right now. We still got a great show from today. Uh, Darius Butler joins us live from the FanDuel Beach House down in Tampa. A.J. Hawk, obviously, and new strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Anthony Schlegel, joins the program as well for a great conversation. We appreciate you guys all for listening. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, that's the show. Once again, we appreciate the hell out of all you guys for listening. We couldn't do any of this without you. Hashtag end of pod squad. Keep sending in your pictures of where you're listening to the podcast. We'll continue to give money out to you guys throughout the course of the summer. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Cheers.